welcome back to another riveting episode of the Deep Six Wrestling Podcast. Uh, this is going to be solely about WWE Payback 2020. It is your Deep Six champion, the glorious Robbie Rotten, back again, all by myself. And, uh, yeah, what a show we had. Um, I think WWE did a good job putting on a show with just a weak build. It's kind of surprising uh, that they booked a second pay-per-view literally a week after, you know, the biggest party of the summer, SummerSlam. But that is exactly what they did, and um, we're going to talk about it. So, yeah. Uh, I don't think there's any uh, news for me to get into, so let's just get right on in for uh, the kickoff match, which I did not catch. It was the Iconics uh, versus uh, Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan reunited. And uh, Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot picked up the victory. So I guess uh, they're going to keep tagging. And probably go for the tag titles eventually. So uh, that'll be interesting to see. Uh, it's good to see them doing things and winning matches. Because both of them were kind of on a skid a little bit before this. Especially Ruby. So yeah, good to see. The Iconics are great. And I hope they continue to uh, do what they do. Uh, so yeah, not much else to say about that. Uh, to kick off the main card, we had the United States Championship match with uh, Bobby Lashley versus the champion Apollo Crews. Uh, I think this is kind of where this has been building the whole time. It's been an MVP, but finally Bobby Lashley is in the position to take the title, and he does in a solid opener. Nothing spectacular, but uh, both guys look pretty good here. Uh, Crews... Uh, had to tap out to uh, the, uh, what's it called, the full Nelson. So, and after the match, Cruz uh, was attacked, but he shouted, I'm getting that title back, as he made up, you know, he's made his way back up to the back, but um, I guess that means this is going to continue. I mean, I guess it's all right to have one more match, but I think they should kind of move away from this program. Bobby Lashley winning, I think, is the right move. Um, he's got at least a mouthpiece and MVP now and a group with the Hurt Business. So, uh, yeah, I think that's the right move. Apollo really needs something. He's really talented. He's good in the ring. He just needs something. I don't know. He's lacking that it factor. He needs some kind of mouthpiece or manager. I don't know. I don't know what you could do with him at this point. It just didn't feel very genuine when he said, I'm getting that title back. I don't believe you, Apollo. I don't think you are. So, you should probably just move on. Uh, solid way to open the show, but nothing special. Uh, and then we had Big E, who is experiencing a singles push. Uh, Xavier Woods has been on the shelf for quite a while with an Achilles injury. And now Kofi has some kind of injury as well. I don't know if it's storyline or if it is legitimate. But uh, he's supposed to be out at, at the minimum of six weeks, which is probably almost up by now. But uh, Big E is flourishing in a singles role, as I'm not surprised he would. He's very charismatic. 
very solid in the ring. Just a very entertaining man. And I'm glad to see it. Big E versus Sheamus, who has been pretty cool since he's been back. He's done a lot of good stuff. A lot of people didn't like his thing with Jeff Hardy. But you know what? As long as Jeff Hardy approved of it, I don't care. You know, like at least if they're not forcing it on him, that's fine. Uh, and Sheamus does his best work being a jerk. So, yeah. Uh, this was a hard-hitting match, as expected. Uh, Sheamus dominated a lot of the early portion of it. But Big E picked up the win with a big ending. Uh, not surprising at all. And, yeah, we're going to keep the Big E train rolling. On to bigger and better things. I don't know what they have planned for him. I know there are uh, already some people clamoring to see Big E as world champion. They have been for a long time. But uh, there's some people I've heard say that they want to see him face whoever's champion at WrestleMania, which could be interesting if it's a heel. So uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. It could be cool. I like Big E, so we'll see. I don't want to jump the gun. But we'll see what happens. Uh, next, we had Matt Riddle versus King Corbin. And, uh, yeah, this was a match. Uh, they've been building this a couple weeks. I, I wasn't really that excited about it. But, you know, it was the thing. Riddle won with the floating bro. Um, Corbin did uh, shout us out. He hit a deep six. And he pointed to the camera and said, this is for you guys. He hit it. So, uh, thanks. Thanks, King Corbin. We love you. And, uh, we appreciate We appreciate it, man. Shout out. Shout out, buddy. But, unfortunately, Matt Riddle was somehow able to kick out of the most devastating maneuver in all of wrestling. So, I don't know how you could kick out of the deep six, but it happened. And, uh, yeah. Then, of course, Riddle did win. And, I mean, I get it. They're pushing him. It's definitely questionable, I know there's definitely been some uh, uh, some questionable things going on with Riddle at, at the Speaking Out movement, so I don't know. <clears throat> uh, I think maybe he should have been kept out until further investigation was done, but uh, I don't know. I'm not in WWE. I don't know what's going on, so that's all I'm going to say about it. I don't really have anything else to say about it. Uh, Riddle... Got beat down a little bit after the match by Corbin. He was walking in the back just kind of being like, yeah, I beat Corbin. I won. I did it. I don't know who does that, but sure. I'm just going to start walking around at work tomorrow uh, uh, just talking to myself about my accomplishments. And if somebody beats me up and throws me through a catering table, I guess that's what I get. Because, uh, yeah, so this is not the end of the story. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Maybe they'll have a better match. This wasn't a bad match by any means, but it wasn't really anything special, you know. So uh, hopefully they have a better match next time. And next up, we have the women's tag team title match between Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax versus the Golden Role Models. And um, they, the challengers had a little bit of a fight backstage beforehand, but... They were able to get over it and work together in this match. And uh, it's the end 
for the golden role models as title holders because at least for Sasha Banks has no more titles. And now Bailey only has the SmackDown Women's Championship. So, yeah. Shayna Baszler pretty much single-handedly beat them. She was able to tap out Bailey while she had um, a Muda lock on Sasha Banks and the Kira Fuda clutch on Bailey. But she used Bailey's or uh, she used Sasha's arm to choke out Bailey pretty much and then Bailey tapped out and they lost the titles. So, I'm kind of upset to see them lose the titles like this cuz you know, to a makeshift team, especially one that's probably going to implode any second. And plus I've been very vocal as is everyone else on the podcast that I am not a fan of Nia Jax. Uh, I don't think she's a good wrestler. I mean, maybe she's a cool person. I don't know. This isn't about her personally. I just don't think she's a good wrestler. I don't think I've seen really much improvement in her entire time in the company. And she's been known to injure people, which I'm not okay with. You know, that's not cool. But at least Shayna Baszler is great. And she's been rewarded for months of just sitting and pretty much doing nothing. Uh, she got to look like a monster here, like she should. And, uh, match was kind of meh again. But, you know, it is what it is. And, uh, you know, I feel like Sasha has a legitimate gripe here, especially since Bailey was the one to tap. And now Sasha went from having two titles a week ago to having zero. So that is definitely going to add to the f- some fuel to the fire and uh i am really looking forward to see the breakup the impending breakup between sasha and bailey and uh that title match so we're hopefully gonna i hope they keep the title on bailey for that because that feud deserves a huge title match i think it should probably main event a pay-per-view so uh maybe it could main event uh hell in a cell because i think clash of champions is a little too soon so, yeah, moving on. We actually had a little backstage where Keith Lee was getting ready for his match. I don't remember exactly when in the show this was. I just know uh, JBL came up and gave him some advice and basically said uh, he knows he's great and that uh, if he loses, there's no shame because Randy Orton is one of the best ever. So, yeah. Also, it is being stated that Randy Orton... Uh, Gave Drew McIntyre a hairline fracture in the jaw on Monday when he punted him three times. I'm sure that is obviously storyline, and Drew will probably be back within a month or so. I don't think it'll be long enough for them to take the title off of Drew, thankfully, because Drew has had a great run, and he doesn't deserve that. Uh, I mean, if it's a real injury, I understand, but especially, look, a storyline injury, please don't do that. Come on. Because uh, originally they were saying a brain bleed and po- like a, a possible skull fracture and brain bleed, which is very serious. So uh, obviously that would be awful. Uh, so yeah, we got Keith Lee versus Randy Orton, and this is really fun. Uh, this they they worked really well together, and Keith Lee picked up a huge win. On Randy Orton after hitting the spirit bomb. One, two, three, clean in the center of the ring. And wow. He reversed the RKO. uh, And yeah, 
what a what a what a sign of faith to Keith Lee. I know people are complaining about his gear and his new music. Uh, and they're also also saw some people even complaining that oh 50-50 booking he there was a DQ on Monday guys this is this is Randy Orton like Randy Orton is a legend Randy Orton is one of the best booked superstars ever and they're just beating him clean in the ring here with a new guy coming up from NXT that like. I mean, a lot of people know who Keith Lee is, but there's people who don't know who Keith Lee is, seeing him for the first time, possibly, being like, wow, this guy must be a big deal because he's beating Randy Orton clean. Uh, so that's a big deal. I don't care what anyone says. Great job for uh, great job on uh, WWE's part for going all the way with Keith Lee and not hesitating to give him the big, uh, the big rub here. Uh and I don't think his gear was terrible tonight. It was much, much worse on uh, on Raw. Uh, his theme song, whatever. It's not perfect. It's not great, but whatever. I think they'll get something eventually. Uh, I wasn't a huge fan of his old theme anyway, but I guess it was better than what he has. I don't know. I don't even remember it. I just remember the beginning. So, whatever. But, yeah. Uh, much better gear than he had on Monday, at least. So, there's a step in the right direction. And what a way to create a star. This uh, this definitely puts him in the run, you know, to possibly do some big things. So, I don't know what their plans are for him, but this is a great way to start for a rising star. So, uh, yeah, lots of great things to love about this. Great booking here. Uh, very, very, very fun match. And, uh, yeah. We are going to move on to uh, Ray and Dominic Mysterio versus Seth Rollins and, and Buddy Murphy in a, or Murphy, whatever you want to call him, in a straight-up tag team match. Uh, rematch from Raw, where that match got interrupted by Retribution. And this was another really fun match. This is probably my favorite match of the night. Um, Yeah. Uh, once again, Dominic Mysterio looks great. Uh, bright future for this kid. I mean, he's surrounded by three incredible in-ring workers in this match, so they have to get some of the credit. But this has been hate. Uh, this has been a really good storyline. I've really enjoyed this, especially since Dominic has stepped in. They've done a great job booking it, and the right decision was made here. And the faces got a little bit of uh, payback here on the show called Payback, uh, pun intended, on the Monday Night Messiah and his disciple by picking up the win after Dominic hit a 619 on Murphy after Murphy accidentally kicked Seth in the head. So there's going to be dis maybe some dissension there on Monday. We'll see. But yeah, great, great uh, match. They looked. Uh, Dominic looked incredible again for the second straight week. And uh, so far, he's had two matches, and they've both been awesome. So uh, what a way to start his career. And Ray is still great as ever. Seth Rollins is one of the best in the business, and Murphy is extremely underrated. So, yeah, I'm very interested to see where this goes next. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if the feud is over. Or if we're going to see another singles match between Dominic and, and Ray, I don't know. 
All I know is I'm interested to see what's next. I think uh, whenever the draft happens, they're probably going to split up uh, Dominic and Ray from Seth. But it's been fun to watch. So definitely great stuff. And my favorite match of the night. Then finally, not finally, because this, this pay-per-view breezed by. It was only like two and a half hours, maybe. I think it was two hours and 30 minutes, maybe that. It was great. Uh, well... What a, I, I love short pay-per-views. I, I, okay, listen, I'm fine with a major, like a big four pay-per-view being for three and a half, four hours, something like that. It, WrestleMania could be even longer if you want, whatever, that's fine. But a show like this should be two hours, two, somewhere between two and three hours at the most. Um, it's just... It's just better to do it that way. It just makes it feel much breezier. You shouldn't stuff as many matches on there that don't need to be on. Just put them on Raw or SmackDown or NXT. Whatever you need to do. But just keep them light and breezy like this. That's what I liked so much about this show. It was light and breezy. I wouldn't say all the matches were amazing or anything. But there was enough to like here. Uh, there was a lot of good booking. Uh, honestly, this show was really well booked from top to bottom. Um, even... Though I'm not a huge fan of Shayna and Nia winning, uh, the way they won, I liked. I liked to see Shayna dominant like that, and I'm okay with it. Uh, so I think it was a very well-booked show. So definitely will compliment WWE on that. And I thought it was a really good show uh, overall. I mean, not amazing. You know, Jingu <laughs> blew it out of the water, and SummerSlam was much better as well, but... Still, a thumbs up to WWE, and here is the main event. Triple threat, no-holds-barred match for the Universal Championship. The Fiend, Braun Strowman, Braun, the free, uh, oh my god. The Fiend, Braun Strowman, The Fiend, <laughs> Bray Wyatt. Can you imagine that? The Fiend, Braun Strowman, that would be terrifying. The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, Braun Strowman, and the returning Roman Reigns. With Paul Heyman at his side. What a huge development. Oh my god. I would kill. I would kill to have had fans back. Like full crowd back for that reveal. I would love to have heard that reaction. What a shocker. And I am so excited to see where this goes. Um, And Bray Wyatt comes out. You know, his awesome fiend entrance. And as soon as it's done, it's still dark. Braun Strowman attacks him out of nowhere from behind. And they just ring the bell. Roman Reigns is not there. They kind of played it up throughout the night. That Roman uh, hadn't signed the contract for the match yet. But he would eventually. And, I mean, this could be seen as silly. But I actually really enjoyed this. Because it's really selling his heel turn. Which is... He's just being such a little jerk just not coming out for the match what a little chicken shit heel man love it i love that and that's what roman reigns needs to show if he's gonna go to the dark side and they showed alexa bliss watching on the monitor several times during the match twirling the little dreadlock she has uh kind of an honor to the fiend if you did not see on smackdown she and nikki cross seem to have broken up 
uh, because Nikki's afraid of what's going to happen to Alexa now that the Fiend seems to have a hold on her. And uh, Alexa was not happy about that, so uh, they kind of broke up. And uh, this was... Uh, I'd say this was much more fun than the match they had at SummerSlam. A much better main event. You know, these two, uh, you know, they went at it. They did some some like, extreme stuff. Braun got put through the announce table with a Uranagi. And uh, The Fiend got his mallet and went to use it, but he didn't really ever get to use it. Uh, they fought up the entrance ramp, and Strowman uh, basically just, like, tackled... Uh, the Fiend threw, like, some tables or some, some I don't know, part of the stage. Something that broke its way. I don't know. And they broke part of the stage. And then they got back in the ring and went for, I don't know, Braun hit a power slam or something. And then Braun went up to go and jump off the top rope. And the Fiend met him up there, hit a superplex, and they broke the ring. And the, uh, you know, the... Uh, I think it's a little overdone now, but the broken ring spot, I guess it's still kind of cool. <laughs> Charles Robinson went flipping out of the ring. What a, what a guy. <clears throat> With both guys down in the center of the broken ring, Roman Reigns finally came out with, oh, so disappointing, still with his old shield music. Uh, if not now, when? Like, why would you not change up his music? Oh, what a shame. This could have been the moment to give him a new theme song, but they did not. That is very disappointing. But that's okay. He came out with Paul Paul Heyman by his side and signed the contract and came to the ring with a steel chair. He dropped the chair, got in the ring, and demanded that a ref, another referee come out to count the pinfall. We got uh, referee Chad Patton out running to the ring. Uh, Roman Reigns covers Bray Wyatt, who kicks out at two. And Roman Reigns can't believe it. He's yelling at the ref. He pins Bray again, who kicks out again. He can't believe it. He's mad. Such good heel work here. Just, oh, I love to see it. He covers Braun Strowman, who kicks out again. And, yeah. Reigns gets back in the ring with the chair. And hits Strowman with it repeatedly. Uh, goes for the pin. who kick, He kicks out again. And then he goes after the Fiend, who puts him in the Mandible Claw. Uh, but then Reigns low blows the Fiend, who falls out of the ring. Gets back in the ring. Spears Strowman for the one, two, three. And the Big Dog is once again your Universal Champion. Uh, fantastic booking. I loved the way they booked this match. Uh, I wouldn't say it's like a classic in-ring match or anything at all. But the way they booked it was just great. Making Roman Reigns look like such a such a heel. Not coming out for most of the match and then coming out when everybody's down. Very uh very reminiscent of how Seth Rollins won his first WWE championship. So you definitely make the parallel there. Uh very good stuff. And Roman Reigns is champ. Uh yeah. I loved this. And I really, really am looking forward to seeing what uh, Reigns does with Heyman by his side. What a great pairing. Uh, it's about time. A lot of people really wanted this years and years ago, and they finally pulled the trigger on it. So, uh, 
The only thing they need to do now is give him a new theme song because nobody wants to hear Roman, Roman Reigns come out with the S.H.I.E.L.D. theme song in 2020. So please, 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 please change that. Uh, yeah, and I'm still interested to see what Bliss and uh, The Fiend do. Uh, I'm kind of... Uh, I'm all here for it, so let's uh, let's see. Let's see what happens. Uh, like I said, I'll give this show a thumbs up. Uh, not the best show of the year by any means, but nice and brisk. It was breezy, it was quick, it was an easy watch. And uh, more good than bad. Uh, no match was terrible. Everything was at least, you know, solid. And there were a couple of really great moments. So, uh, yeah. Definitely nice to see. And uh, hopefully, well, obviously, we're not getting another WWE show for a month. So that's good because two in one week is too much. But they pulled it off. So, yeah. Uh, we will be back for All Out next weekend. Obviously, before that, Ryan will be here. On Tuesday with his Impact Wrestling Power Hour, whatever they call it. And then on Wednesday, we will return with the AEW uh, AEW Dynamite review and probably all-out predictions, I would assume, would be that night as well. And then following that, uh, they will be here for New Japan Strong on Friday. Uh, and then... On Saturday, it's all out, so I'm really looking forward to that. AEW's pay-per-views have always really hit the spot, and uh, this is probably going to be the first time we're all in the same room since the pandemic started, I want to say. So uh, it'll be nice to get the gang back together. So, yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, do not forget to uh, subscribe on Twitter and at Deep Six Wrestling and follow like us on Facebook at Deep Six Wrestling. Um, we don't post as much on Facebook, but still do it anyway. Why not? And uh, go ahead and give us like subscribe to us on Spotify. You know, give us a review on Apple or uh, you know Stitcher, Tuner, TuneIn, Stitcher, Anchor, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Go ahead and give us a review or a like or whatever you can. I don't know how it works on any of those because I only listen to stuff on Spotify. So just subscribe if you're on Spotify and uh, rate us anywhere else. So please, it uh, it really helps us out. It really does. So anything helps. I uh, really appreciate you guys listening. I hope you guys enjoyed Payback the way I did. And uh, yeah, thanks so much. Peace out.